with Wolf and Luke. All right, it's time for a Suns three-pointer with everything going on. Kellen Olsen's in for Wolf. Kellen, have you ever done a Suns three-pointer before? I have before. How's Brandon Fott doing? We don't need to talk about that. Oh, he's not in the game anymore. You know, That's here's, not here's, good. Here's the thing. It is tough to find your way when you keep getting brought in against like teams like Tampa. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough ask. Yeah. Crazy 24-hour swing on our Davies Fod conversation. But on to yeah, the that's basketball why we're doing team. the Suns three-pointer, yeah. not a D-backs six-runner. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start the Suns three-pointer right now. The topic is the three biggest steps the Phoenix Suns need to take between right now, 1.33 p.m. on June 29th, and next June to win a title. All right, Kellen, this is how it works. You're going to go first. That's how it works. How it works for me is, number one, is cohesion amongst the big three. How are they going to blend together? How are they going to be able to figure out the dynamic? Something we talked to Bradley Beal about just a short time ago was not caring about how many shot attempts they get, the unselfishness. But with that being said, all three of them have to maintain a rhythm throughout a game, and there might not be a point guard on the floor. But here's what Frank Vogel had to say in terms of how it could look on the court. We want to play with pace, you know, so we're going to have a multiple ball handler attack in in most possessions. Um, But I love the fact that both Bradley and Devin have played point uh, at phases of their career and can initiate offense, as can KD. And we also uh, want to see how the rest of the roster shakes out, you know, to see if uh, we add a point guard. Uh, campaign will be in the mix. You know, all those all those decisions will, will play out in camp. But, you know, we're going to play with pace and have a multiple ball handler attack. And, and Luke, that's something that with Bradley Beal gets lost a lot. I brought up earlier in the show, he's played with John Wall and Russell Westbrook, but he's played without a point guard before as well, just like Devin Booker. So those years allowed him to develop his on-ball initiation, starting offenses, and the key word there, multiple ball handlers on each possession. Like, they want to get the ball in these guys. They don't want it to just be Devin dribbling it for 12 seconds. They want multiple guys to touch each possession. That sounds exciting to me. I want to see that on the basketball court now. Way way to sell it. Uh, My first point of Suns three-pointer and maybe they've already done this internally. You have to resolve, I believe, you have to resolve the DeAndre Ayton situation. I know you could trade him midseason if you try it and it doesn't work, as, as Wolf has brought up on the show quite a few times. I don't really want to make a big trade midseason with this team if I don't have to. So to me, that is either you move him before the season starts or everybody's on board with him being here for another year. And that doesn't mean as a fan you have to be on board, but I mean within the team, everybody is is on board with that. Whatever your resolution's going to be, and again, maybe it's already done internally, you have to resolve the DA situation so it's not hanging over you all season. All right, that was my first point. Fade back 14-footer is two points. Dynamite. Kellen, point number two for you. Oh, this isn't like a situation. Okay. It's not a snake right. draft. No. I'm totally ready. Uh, defense. Just defense. That's it. Uh, Frank Vogel is going to come here and sh- assuredly build what is going to be at least a league average defense. But, man, if this is just a league average defense, the offense is going to be the best in the league. And that's really all you need. But to go a point further, can Vogel work his magic here and have them be a top 10 defense? Can they be a top five defense? If they're that good of a defensive team, imagine offensively and to the other end, if their offense is still elite, but they're not a good defensive team, that's only going to do so much. You got to play defense eventually in the postseason. I think this team will be able to defend, but we're looking at for agency ahead. It's like, okay, when Steph comes to town, when Damian Lillard comes to town, who is guarding that guy? I don't think that guy is on the team yet. Could it be someone returning like Torrey Craig or Josh Okogie? Sure. 
Could it be Devin Booker, maybe, depending on what they do? I'm not so sure, but those are the questions I have. But again, I'm encouraged because I got the perfect guy for the job. They do. I mean, Frank Vogel's teams are traditionally top five, top three uh, in defense. I'm going to build off a little bit of what you said for your first point over the next 12 months, just becoming a team. And this is what I was saying last segment. You haven't had the luxury of doing that or you didn't have it last year you brought in Kevin Durant he got hurt and nobody really seemed to know what their roles were outside of Devin Booker and KD when he came back well now now you got a full year a full season to put it all together so to me step two after you resolve the DA situation is become a team heading into the playoffs that's my second point of Suns three-pointer three-pointer that's just showing off right there right all right, here you go, KO, for three. Apt. Uh, who's going to be that guy? Who is going to be the other guy on the court that is taking those open three-pointers? Because guess what? The fifth guy on the floor, he's going to be open a whole lot. And is he going to be able to knock down those shots? And in on the other end, are they going to be able to hold up their end of the bargain defensively? Can they find a two-way player that teams are going to get punished enough if they leave them open? Because we saw it. With Josh Akogi, we brought that up yesterday on the show uh, when we were doing the three-star thing with KD. In that Dallas game, Josh Akogi had an eternity to shoot every time he got the ball because Dallas was petrified of Booker, Aiton, Durant, and that dynamic. And we're adding Bradley Beal to the conversation. That fifth guy is going to be open. We saw Mark Stein reporting that Damian Lee seems like one of the surest sons to return, I believe he phrased it. I think that is an excellent idea, and I think he could maybe wind up being that guy some nights. Defensively, gets picked on a bit, but man, third best shooter in the league last year in terms of three-point percentage. I think he makes a lot of sense, and we'll see who else they tried to bring in there at that spot. Can you imagine if they were able to just bring in a, even if the guy can't do anything else, just a pure shooter? Like what you just said, the fifth option on this team, there aren't going to be guys within 10 feet of them if they spread the floor out the right way. So if they just get a decent shooter, those are going to be points. Uh, All right, my third point of Suns three-pointer. And you can only control this so much. I get it. You know, the first two things I had of resolve the DA situation and and take the regular season to become a team, you can control those for the most part. You can't control this one, but it's huge. Whatever you have to do to be healthy in April when the playoffs roll around. Um, I hate load management. I don't think that's the answer here. But whatever you have to do, if, if, if it means a guy takes a little bit longer coming back from an injury in February or March or something to make sure they're good to go for the playoffs in April, I just want to see what this big three can do in the playoffs. And I'm assuming D.A. is, is you know, he's a different tier, but he would be the fourth, but whatever. Let's actually see this team in the playoffs. That's a great point on the injury front. Two things I'll follow up on. No more Monty Williams. So does that change it? Was this more of an organizational philosophy or was it Monty's philosophy? Because Monty used to quip that load management sounds like a trucking company in Texas. More like a basketball philosophy. That's that's how he always thought about it. And two, Bradley Beal talked about this today. More of like just like little nicks, little knacks that he was dealing with in terms of injuries. And this is the first time in a couple of summers he's healthy right now and able to fully get work and have his body in the right spot. And to your point, Luke, if it's a second game in three nights or it's a back to back or whatever and KD needs a night off, why you have three of these guys? Like they can still win a whole lot of basketball games if one of these guys misses time. And guess what? One of these guys is going to miss time throughout the year. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. But that's the reason you have two of them, and that's why if DeAndre is indeed back, that's where he factors in as well and can be more of a factor offensively as well. See the shots that I took. Wet 